live so bad you wanna die? Ever cried and cried until you can't cry? Like why am I alive? Hi, welcome to Boise Cry Mental Health Conversations. My name is Ram Reyes. And my name is Paulina Rodriguez. And this is a mental health podcast. And shit. <laughs> you are doing so me, well. I know. We no, you the... should just leave it like that. Yeah. And today we have a guest. Yeah, today we have a guest. Yeah. I'm leaving that in, I guess. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hello, my name is John Quiroz. Juan Pablo Quiroz. Juan Pablo mm-hmm. Quiroz. And what do you do, Juan Pablo Quiroz? I am a high school baseball coach at Edison High School, and I also have a a business called Love the Captive. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, also, I am an event manager for two venues in town. One is Full Circle Brewing Company in Chinatown, and we're opening up a second location in the Tower District called uh, Full Circle Olympic. Oh, wow. That's a recent addition. Oh, I saw that. It looked really tight. Yeah. And how long have you been um, been in the music business and everything? Well, um, 22 years. 22 years. 22 right? years. Um, the first half mm-hmm. of those 22 years was as a musician. Mm-hmm. Um, we did some touring, my bands. Then after that, it was an easy transition into the business side of things. Mm-hmm. Well, he, he's also a Gemini. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. Well, we should probably start with how are we all feeling today? I know. How are you feeling, Johnny? I am feeling uh, rejuvenated, uh, revived. Mm-hmm. Um, all the good R words. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of R's here. Yeah. right now. How about you, Ram? How am I feeling? Yeah. Hmm. I don't. know. I just have a lot of deadlines right now. Wait, what? What date are we set to? We're like the yeah. This 8th? is twenty first. This oh. is gonna come out like the twentieth. Mm-hmm. So it's almost Christmas for everybody. I mean, it's kind of almost Christmas right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like finals week. I mean, by the time they hear this, finals week will be over. Mm-hmm. And I hope I survive. <laughs> Hopefully I did that essay that I was supposed to do soon. <laughs> but yeah, it's just kind of like we're getting to the end of the year. Mm-hmm. It's just got to like get to that. Stress. It's almost done. It's just almost done. You just got to push push through push through the uh, final, final yeah. part. And then, yeah, this all... It's kind of like what's on my mind. It's just like, oh, like after this, I have to do this. After mm-hmm. this, I have to do that. And it's just like always in the back of my mind. But, you know, I'm trying to stay present. Yeah. Like present here right now. But, mm-hmm. yeah. How about you, Paulina? I don't know. I am like, it was Art Hop this Thursday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was really good. Like I saw, I don't realize like how many people I know in Fresno. Like, that's crazy to me that I'm like, oh, I know this person. I say hi to this person, this person. And it's like a trip because I'm going to leave in like three weeks. So like. Yeah, that's I'm, also on my mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's also on my yeah, mind. Yeah, I'm leaving in like three or four weeks. So I'm like kind of saying goodbye, I would say. So it's like kind of sad. Yeah. I would say I'm like bittersweet. I feel bitter. I don't know where. I, I don't know what I feel. I'm like in limbo. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, that's how I feel. It's like all the people that I see now, I'm like, oh, I don't know how long I'm like, I'm not going to see you for a while. Like, it's crazy. Like all the people that mean so much to me, like Johnny means a lot to me. And it's crazy just to see like where I came from. Like I didn't have nothing. I didn't know nobody here. And like now I know like half the town in Fresno. And only a year. I'm a local. (laughs) 
Yeah, we're major locals. <laughs> no, seriously, it's crazy. I'm very like surprised by myself, and I just I'm very yeah. like I don't know what the future holds. Yeah, so it's a lot. like mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And to That's those people, and to the boys listeners who was like, oh, pulling is leaving. Just wait until the finale. <laughs> we'll address that later. I don't want you all freaking out right now. Yeah, freak out later. <laughs> we'll address that, but. So, Johnny, you're a Gemini as well. Yes. Do you take astrology? How seriously do you take astrology? <laughs> I um, I take it pretty serious. I don't um, dive into it mm-hmm. uh, deep, though. Yeah. yeah. Yet. Yeah. But yet. <laughs> Not yet. I, I know it's real. Uh-huh. And um, right now, I'm just trying to refrain from texts and mm-hmm. just go off of feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then, um, so, I mean, who knows? Maybe I'll never... Um, yeah. into it that way yeah i yeah. just ask because like in on the podcast it's kind of like it's like a meme yes everybody it's like a, it's like a joke i don't know it's not a joke it's kind of like a it's like a thing i love yeah. and we talk about it all the time on the podcast so but i remember I, like we had a conversation and you were like it's all about balance yes. when it comes to gemini it's like trying to find balance absolutely yeah yeah it's yeah. It, it, it's a it's a wild thing because man um Humans, just in general, no matter what your sign is, you know mm. we're you know we're pretty intense, mm-hmm. and um, sometimes too intense in certain areas, and not so much on the other side of things. So balancing them, um, or learning how to balance them, you know, and life will life is the ultimate teacher. Mm-hmm. So uh, um, allowing life to balance you mm-hmm. you know not being you know so when bad things happen don't get too down when great things happen don't get too up mm-hmm. you know mm. there's still tomorrow there's still yeah. that next moment you know and just and just chill. i don't know how to do balance no not yet not yet all well, i feel like right now the life is yeah. trying to balance <laughs> forcing me to be balanced yeah. like it keeps coming up balance i'm, t- I'm, I'm like, telling you that's the secret of life even I'm though i don't know it Fully yet? I'm trying. Yeah. yeah. I don't think, I mean, I've never met anybody that fully knows it. I think the closest, you know, uh, someone can get maybe is, is living the life of a monk, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know, actually, I've just been like, in like my philosophy class, we're like studying Taoism. Like, mm-hmm. it's kind of like Buddhism, but it's all about like, it's like contradiction. Like they say stuff that seems contradiction contradicted contradictory yeah sorry yeah that's the word it's like act without acting mm-hmm. and i'm like what is that well a lot of people have like they trip out on that it's like what does that mean that's like a bunch of mumbo jumbo mm-hmm. but i'm like it's kind of like breathing kind of like you don't really think about breathing think about it yeah I'm just kind of doing it that's kind of like what i think that's what they meant act without acting like i want to live my life don't think about by, like, it yeah don't think about it too much mm-hmm but like just going with the flow. I don't know. It like it makes sense to me in, intuitively. Mm-hmm. But like for some people that's very hard. Yeah. Like to to really fully embrace that idea of like just go with the flow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but the, I'm, like, I'm sure the overthinkers have a problem with that. Yeah, I still have a problem with that. I'm just like I think it's like not wanting to let go of control. Yeah. Like with go with the flow. I'm like, but if I go with yeah, the flow. Yeah, but if you like rest control, you actually gain control. That's true. Which makes no sense. It doesn't. But it once you like live it, 
it makes sense because yeah. these are just words. Yeah. Once you actually live it, yeah. it'll you you'll you'll understand. And I'm still trying to feel for it, like you know. So like, huh? This there's some they're onto something. <laughs> I'm like all those people in the east are onto something. That's yeah. why I'm like, man, Western philosophy sucks. Eastern philosophy, cool. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, I've been learning about old white people talk about what they think and i'm like oh yeah this eastern stuff way is way more fun yeah than like you know other yeah. philosophies but uh-huh. so um i really wanted to get you johnny on this podcast because i feel like you're someone that has like you have a dream right you the music scene the music business and you're some i feel like you're someone that's worked at it for years and years and years like having this dream and like going after it because it's like we all have like our paths, right? Some of us don't know what our paths are. I still don't really know. But I remember having a conversation with you and you just told me like you feel like this is something that you were born to do. This is something that you like were put on this earth to do, right? Mm-hmm. So like for people that are looking for that or are trying to find that, like how do you know? Like how do you know what your path is and like just like that perseverance of like working at it. So, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, my advice would be to listen to your body. Really? Listen to your, you know, um, um, analyze yourself mm-hmm. and find out what really, really, really makes you happy. Mm-hmm. Um, make a list. Make a list of your hobbies. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, on the other side of the page, what do you do for work? Mm-hmm. And kind of um, like how can you make your hobbies into your work? Yeah. Exactly. That's what we're trying to do with this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> when did you find out? what you wanted to do or like when did um, it start you know it, it started it started at a young age mm-hmm. i just didn't know it you know i didn't realize it until adulthood mm-hmm. um so baseball seven years old mm-hmm. um just absolutely fell in love with it and it's grown since then mm-hmm. um, i've never not enjoyed it so that's a one way of listening to mm-hmm. to my body like I feel at peace doing this. Mm-hmm. My soul is mm-hmm. is so 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 fed and happy, and over my cup is overflowing you know, mm-hmm. when it comes to baseball. Um, then at at eighteen, I got a a, a guitar for uh, graduation, mm-hmm. high school graduation, right? And um, and started learning guitar, teaching myself. Took some classes here at City, mm-hmm. um, and just fell in love with music. Um, so another. Another instance where, like, wow, music does something to me. Mm-hmm. Right? Playing it, not just listening to it. And so, uh, so here I am now, still doing both. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I look back, I'm like, wow, it, you know, baseball definitely chose me because mm-hmm. it's not like my parents, hey, you're gonna play baseball. You know, I was just walking a neighborhood and saw kids playing, and I stopped and watched. And the coach asked me if I wanted to play, so I hopped the fence and played mm-hmm. with music. I didn't want a guitar, you know, mm-hmm. it was given to me. Um, and boom, here I am now, you know, uh, I'm doing both. I'm still in love with both. Mm-hmm. Um, my my life is fulfilled because of both and the people I meet through both. Mm-hmm. And so so I really feel like the luckiest guy in the world, truly. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I can die today and just be completely, completely happy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's what I thought was crazy that like you have like two different careers that like are not even like close related to each other. (laughs) 
And the idea that, like, you can be multiple things at once. Like, I think this year has taught me that. Like, all the different people I've met. Like, you can have, like, these different interests. And it doesn't mean, like, you're not choosing one over the other. It's like they both fulfill you. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. what, the, what were the difficulties through the, like, along your path? What were the most hardest parts that oh, kind of, like... Yeah. You know, um, for the music side, mm -hmm. I'll, I'll talk about that first. The most difficult was getting through my own self-doubt mm -hmm. as a musician mm -hmm. and uh, um, um, you know I'm naturally uh, somewhat of a shy guy yeah so being on stage um, learning learning how to be courage and to believe in my music mm -hmm. um, despite what people say or, or you know, or what you say um, in your head or something. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, and uh, I see it now working with these musicians and putting on these shows. You know, and, mm -hmm. you know, it's just uh, like wow, I, I remember that feeling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, but that was a, a the number one one. Then, um, just learning to deal with failure. Mm -hmm. You know, so like as a musician, um, messing up. Mm -hmm. You know, on stage. Um, and you know feeling that embarrassment you know maybe no one else noticed but yeah. i did and mm -hmm. it, you know learning how to just roll with it like oh well you know um, <laughs> um then dealing with failure on the business side of things of of love the captive um, um you know sometimes maybe a bad decision i made or um, a bad decision someone else made that affected me and mm -hmm. that maybe uh, uh stunted my growth for a time period um and then me having to regroup and get back at it you know that's happened uh, more than once mm -hmm. so uh, um it's in you know it's uh it has instilled in me um more resiliency mm -hmm. um also a little chip on my shoulder <laughs> 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 that um that that i like and I want to keep because it motivates me. Mm -hmm. um, and I remember those times of defeat. And um, instead of using them as excuses, they're fuel. Mm -hmm. They, you know, they, you know, they push me today. Yeah. They, they uh, um, absolutely. So um, I'm going to keep that chip. <laughs> for yeah. You need some, something to motivate you. Yeah. <laughs> to like, then you just kind of get complacent. I'm like, well, yeah, yeah. I got, I got. I got everything. <laughs> uh, yeah, I definitely don't want that. And you know. when you were, because you, you did music, right? Like you toured and everything. Mm -hmm. Did Like was your family supportive in the beginning or like the people around you when you did that? Or were they like, you're crazy? What are you doing? My friends were absolutely supportive. Mm -hmm. My family, they, uh, you know, they, they're the biggest supporters of me no matter what. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, no matter what I chose to to do it my life mm -hmm. you know i was definitely the oddball you know the family um but uh they would be at my shows would be at my baseball games mm -hmm. cheering me on um and so you know those things you know i never forget and i'm very 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 thankful for mm -hmm. you know even in times of like you know spending all this money on gear um and you know not making it back right away mm -hmm. you know um, you know, they're still there for me. Mm. Even when I freaking ruin my um, credit through music, <laughs> <laughs> you 
You know, I did that at yeah. a young age, you know, and I was yeah. like, wow, I was stupid. Mm-hmm. Stupid. Just getting all this gear, mm-hmm. credit cards. And yes, yes, yes. Music is going to be everything. And mm-hmm. you know, I'm yeah. going to do it to, you know, I'm going to be on that big stage and blah, blah, blah. And um, it's, um, you know, eventually I hit a wall of uh, realism. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, um, but yeah, thankful for that support from my friends and family for sure. Yeah. I feel like everybody has that kind of like grand dream of like, oh, I'm going to make, I'm going to do this. Mm -hmm. Like, how do you, like you said, there's that dose of realism. Like, how did you take that? Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like other people don't learn that until later. I feel like I don't want people to be like, don't go for it. But also at the same time, you have to be. Yeah, I feel like you got to go for it. You got to go for it. Why live if you don't? Okay. You know mm-hmm. what? You know, I'd much rather go for it than be scared. Yeah. And not try. And not try. Um, so, um, you know, I dealt with it with uh, um, a lot of com- conversations with myself, you know, sitting alone and I re- realizing, okay, you know what? First off, I'm not going to be this pro baseball player I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be this, this uh, pro musician on mm-hmm. stage touring the world. Um, instead, um, life showed me I'm going to um, pass my my knowledge and gifts to the kids I coach mm-hmm. baseball wise and help them get to college and through college. Mm-hmm. Um, and on the music side, I'm gonna share my gifts so they can pursue their dreams um, with uh, a potential mentor like myself mm-hmm. um, that can help them not make the same mistakes I did um, financially um, or even. Uh, um, in other ways too yeah yeah and i think you do like i don't know like i interned with him that's like the story of kind of how we met mm-hmm. and like through his like music company or is it music company yeah, or what yeah. is it yeah it's but the, I, the reason i wanted to do it was because like through the rampage i would interview all these different musicians and they would always talk about that in fresno you were the only person that really like put like invested in the youth or invested in like the music scene here or actually cared about the quality of music and not just like putting on what everybody else puts on, you know? And it was like, uh, he puts like the Monday mixers and a bunch of other things. So the Monday mixers, that's drummers. And that's mm-hmm. like an opportunity for like upcoming musicians here in Fresno to perform. Right. And I right. thought that was amazing that like you're giving, you're making these spaces, like maybe perhaps you didn't like go to where you wanted to be. Right. But you're make you're giving people like this platform to be heard and to be seen and to perform and to get their music out there, and I feel like for a lot of people here in Fresno, like they don't have that. A lot of musicians like their music doesn't get out there, it doesn't get heard, and that's like something that you created, just yeah. from like one person. I think that's crazy. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, looking at the mixers now, I'm like, wow, I definitely didn't envision this. Mm-hmm. You know, it just started with um, it started with a little mustard seed of faith mm-hmm. that um, by doing this um, maybe other eclectic people mm-hmm. will like it and continue to um, show up mm-hmm. um, as, a res- as a result it's been a year and a half of doing them and they're still thriving yeah and so uh, um, and it's not I know it's not because of me that they're thriving yeah they started because of me but they're thriving because um, um, people, when they go to these mixers, they feel something, you mm-hmm. know, it's a unique feeling. They feel support. 
they uh, um, they can uh, uh, get booked easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, and uh, um, other than music, we have art there. You know, mm. you know, people can sell their their clothes, their pins, their you know whatever they make. Uh, so it's an opportunity for musicians, yeah, to get better, show their art, show their music, for their artists to make some money and sh- and uh, and whatnot, mm. and just connect. And uh, um, these mixers really mean a lot to me because um, um, I just have a heart for uh, people first off, and especially people that that pursue. Um, this uphill battle that we call you know music and art mm-hmm. so. and then you started them like you just had the idea and then you like started it right i had the idea and i was and i was like telling myself i'm gonna wait till i get the idea right mm-hmm. and then one day i woke up on a sunday and i said you know what f it we're gonna start them tomorrow dang you know so you know that's I mean, the way that next yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. sorry to do it honestly truly it's truly like- and, uh, you know, along the way, you know, I've met some incredible people, Paulina being one of them. Um, she came on board and, and, and um, got to, got a little team together to shoot the videos for those Monday, Monday mixers that really took us to another level. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, so, yeah, you know, through these mixers, I met like some of my like diehard friends in, in the span of a year and a half. Yeah. So do you think like when you have like dreams or ideas or things you just supposed you just do them? Like do you feel like you should wait until it's like perfect or like you kind of have that or just go for it? Well, you got to go for it. Yeah. Yeah. You got to go for it. I mean, there's some things that yeah, require a plan and putting the numbers right. Mm-hmm. Um and those are those things. But there's things where you just got to step out and uh and and be believe in yourself and be courageous. You know, despite what people may say, what your own self is telling yourself, um, that's the big one. Yeah. Um, just, you know, it, it's a way to, um, you know, what I found when I do that, I draw closer to myself. Mm-hmm. Like I, I learn myself more mm-hmm. because I'm shaving away um, slowly. I'm shaving away what society um, has conditioned me to be, yeah. you know. Because they want us to be fearful, they want you know, um, yeah. and, and all those things, you know, and, and and not stand up for what's right or stand up for ourselves. Yeah. And by doing that, you shave away, you know, these things that block mm-hmm. uh, our true self. Yeah. yeah. What do you find like is your biggest obstacle around in terms for, of like your dreams? My dreams. Yeah. What oh. is your dream? What the heck? What is your dream? <laughs> I thought I, was, I thought he was being interviewed. We're all being interviewed here. <laughs> We're having a conversation. I don't know. I don't even have a dream right now. No. I've, my dreams change each time. Really. I used to be one. I I I wanted to become a photographer one time. Yeah. Like a really good one. Now that's changed. Uh huh. Now I really want to be a good podcaster. Yeah, I and know that, you want to make a. He wants to make later. like his own publication. Oh yeah, that's like another dream of mine. Yeah. That do you find like there's anything in the way of that? There's a lot of things in the way. Besides money. Not even just money. It's just like people's perceptions of you. Mm. Or like, like this has never been done before. You can't mm. do this. Or like, who will read this? It's just like doubt. This? Yeah, doubt. But like, maybe it's all made up in my mind, you know? It's kind of like your own self-doubt. Yeah. And it's kind of hard to <laughs> uh, silence that. Yeah. And it's even worse when it... You mix that with like, you know, depression or just like anxiety of everything. I'm just like, mm-hmm. but also sometimes it, 
you know, I have those delusions of grandeur where it's like, yes, I can do anything. Mm-hmm. But then you calm down. So yeah, I'm trying to balance those two mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. shifts in perception of like, oh, like I can do anything. Yeah. But that's actually just like a way to like defend yourself, I think. Mm-hmm. So you, you're not responsible for something. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah. What kind of issues do you see in like musicians that you... You know, you've probably worked with a lot of musicians. You probably see self-doubt and just like... Big time. Yeah. That's like, number one. Yeah. It's like, how do you how do you help them break through that? You know, yeah. giving them opportunity. Mm. Mm. Giving them a chance to... Because to, I think the only way you can really break it is by playing in front of people. Yeah. You know, you can you can try to break it in your bedroom, playing in front of the mirror or, or all that practicing, but really what you're doing is kind of acting. You know, and you know, yeah. but when you get in front of people, um you have one shot. Mhm. Mm-hmm. You know, at home you can mess up and start over again. Yeah. And just okay, get it right, get it right, whatever. But in public, you know, you're shaking. I see, you know, I see, you know, I see this a lot, hand shaking, mm-hmm. you know, you know, this and, you know, and, and all that. And right away I'm like, dang, you know, they're feeling insecure. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can help by like touching them, you know, Hey, we're here for you. It's okay. You know, yeah. Just, just have fun. Just have fun. Make mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's the same thing with baseball, you know, pitchers are nervous, hitters are nervous and they need their teammates and coaches to trust them and, 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 and uh, let them know that hey, we're here for you. You know yeah. that's life. That's that's walking down the street, and uh, um, someone someone yelling at hey, inward. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and and having your friend who maybe is not of the same nationality say hey, you know what? Um, I love you, man. Mm-hmm. Don't you know? Don't listen to that. Yeah. Um, so you know, no matter where you go in life or what you do, uh, self doubt is always going to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, anxiousness, all those things that like lead us away from our dreams. Yeah. Um, but hopefully, I answered your question. Yeah, <laughs> how I did. How I help. You know. Uh, yeah, I think it's like I think it's just that. that whole community aspect. Yeah. That your community is there behind you too. Right. I mean, the tough part. Help you. The tough part for these musicians is playing and then seeing the reactions of people. You know, imagine yeah. like seeing if there's 50 people in a room. And forty of them are on their phones looking down. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. that's not very encouraging. Yeah, for, you know, for an artist. Now, if you see someone videotaping, that's a little different. Mm-hmm. And then you got to deal with noise. You got to deal with uh, people leaving. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, leaving while you're playing. That's tough. Mm-hmm. You know, that's tough. Now, uh, um, there's clapping. Who's clapping? Who's not? Mm-hmm. Um, you got to be able to focus on your music. Remember your words. Remember. I don't, that's crazy that you like have to memorize all that like play on beat sing and like pitch yeah while all that is like going on around yes. you i think like what i've seen in the here it's like before like some people just get lost in the music like because that's what they love and that's crazy to me like because that's such a vulnerable position to be in but it's like people change sometimes when they get they start singing it's like all that is going on on around them but they're like that's what they love yeah and i think like Maybe I'm like looking for that, but not necessarily like I'm not a musician. I can't sing. I wish I could, (laughs) 
But like the thing that kind of makes you forget, like makes you very present in what you're doing, you know? I think that's like when you know you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. And also I think like when we talk about like chasing your dreams, like I think the self-doubt definitely is there for me and everything. But I think I learned that like it's bigger failure to not even try. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because at least if you try, like if you fail, like you learn something and you can grow. But if you don't even try, it's like you stay stagnant and nothing happens. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Sometimes regret can really uh, 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 mess your mind up. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't do something and then later down down in life, you regret not four years ago, not making that decision to pursue whatever you wanted to pursue. That mm-hmm. regret can really eat you up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's important to like fail. Like I was already thinking like I totally failed on that intro. I messed <laughs> up, but we just let it happen. Yeah. It's like, you know what? That's fine. It's OK to fail. Get it next time. Yeah. It's OK to just. I think there's a lot of pressure in society to be like perfect. Mm-hmm. Just like you have to get it right the first time. And which which kind of prevents people from starting anything at all. Mm-hmm. So true. But it's like just just do it. Or just do it. You might fail, but failure doesn't doesn't mean it's like the end of the world. Yeah. I feel like people hear this all the time, but it doesn't really like uh register. Register. I mean, maybe I'm speaking for myself. Uh-huh. Where it's like I've heard all these cliche lines before like you know failure is not the end but you don't really take that to heart until you actually fail at something and then you kind of get back up and then it's okay then it's okay i'm like oh yeah that was it dude i totally failed at school in long beach i was like failing everything yeah i was failing life and like i really did and i like finally just decided like you know what I'm gonna give up, <laughs> like not like give up, but I mean like I surrender, like yeah. I'm gonna let go of control and just like hopefully like whatever's in Fresno is better than this or like I just felt like I had to come back and I had to let myself fail because I was so afraid of failure I didn't really do anything. Mm. Like even though it looks like this year I did so much, which I did, it's because like for so long I didn't even try because I was so afraid of like what if I try and I fail, you know? Like mm-hmm. that was so terrifying, and like that moment of just like. Everything I failed at everything in Long Beach. I like felt my grades were like terrible. Mm-hmm. Like that was the best thing that could have happened to me. Like getting that breaking point, losing everything I had, because it like showed me like sometimes you have to fail and lose some things because they weren't meant for you. Mm-hmm. You know, like what you're really meant to be. I guess will like come like if you just trust the world. I guess yeah, you just gotta try. <laughs> yep. Trust your feelings. Trust, trust. your intuition. Because I trusted myself that this was where I was supposed I th- to be. I at. feel like it's hard. Sometimes I mistake my intuition mm-hmm. for like when it's actually fear. Mm. It's hard. Like I don't. I sometimes I can't tell which one's which. Mm. Like, is it fear or is it like my intuition? Mm-hmm. I think I was listening to a podcast actually. I forget which one, but they were talking about like your intuition is like something that doesn't. It's like neutral. Like what you feel from it is neutral. Mm-hmm. Like you don't get excited, you don't get. It's just like you don't get too happy, you don't get too scary. You're scared. It's kind of just like a neutral. Kind of just like you, you. This is what you're supposed to do. Mm. Like it's not. It's not like exciting. Like ooh. Yeah. But you're just like you, yeah. You're gonna do this, and that's your intuition. Like, Did you ever have moments like that, Johnny, where you just like knew like this is it? Like, I don't know. Like throughout your life, and you were just like, this feels right. 
Oh yeah, definitely. Still yeah. to this day, you know. Uh, um, um, but real quick about failure, I have a cool example what? that I share with um, people, and it's an example uh, of video games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, you know, I grew up in the '80s, and uh, uh, you know, when the first Nintendo came out, um, you know, and changed the world. Yeah, Super Mario Brothers, and you know, you go through the level and you die. Right? Yeah, and you got to start over. Mm-hmm. You know, you go back to the beginning. And then you slowly increase the level. Uh, you get a little further on that stage, and then you die, and you got to go all the way back to the beginning again. Mm-hmm. You know, but those failures, you know, during that stage, you're learning that stage to where that trick is, mm-hmm. where that yeah. trap is. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so you know, by going back to the beginning, you're going to remember where that trap is. It's not going to happen again. Um, and then eventually you get to the end of the stage and you fight the boss. And um, you die again, probably. <laughs> right? You die again. I'm like, Bowser. You know? Yeah. And then you got to learn how to defeat him. Like, yeah. what, where's his weakness? Where's the, and then you die four or five times, go all the way back to the beginning. Now that stage is so much easier because you know everything about it and you know how to beat the boss. And yeah. then you go to the next stage. You know, apply that to whatever you love. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, or, or just life in general, where you go along your day and you fail, and and you're like, okay, dang, you, you may, you don't have to start the day over, mm-hmm. but you got to learn from that, yeah, learn, learn from that failure, mm-hmm. and mostly learn how you feel after that failure. Yeah. It's not the failure part; it's it's how you feel and how, and what does your mind do? Mm-hmm. So you know, yeah, um, because that's the big thing. Do you after you fail, do you feel sorry for yourself and you cry or you just, you know, you need somebody to hug you or you need someone to um, whatever the case? Or do you like, oh, I failed. Cool. No problem. All right. Just move on. You know, um, how you react says something about your character and who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, so watch out. Listen to yourself. You know, analyze yourself, especially after failure. Yeah. Because that's going to show you what's inside. Yeah, and what's or like what you need to support you. Yeah, to, to keep you going. Mm. Yeah, sometimes you just gotta cry, or just heck yeah. Sometimes you just gotta give. Just <laughs> like you don't always have to be like, oh, time to just retry again. But sometimes you just gotta like take a break, mm-hmm. <laughs> give up, because. Yeah, I've just been playing Smash Brothers. <laughs> Great <laughs> you, analogy. Then, then you, yeah, I know. I was like thinking, like, uh, yeah, I just been, I just got that game, and I'm, I'm just getting my ass kicked. I'm like, wow, I suck at this game now, mm-hmm. but that that doesn't stop me from like, you know, wanting to play it. Yeah. But the more I talk about like, you know, trying again and again, because I've I've been throughout this year, I've been studying like, you know, Buddhism, and now in philosophy class. I just want Taoism. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm very convinced now that like, I feel like the afterlife is just reincarnation. Like, mm. I hope so. <laughs> I, 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 I hope that yeah, it's actually, I might even like take it further where it's like, you just live the same. You, I, you get reborn as yourself again. Mm-hmm. And this time you're going to have to live your life again. But like, again, you're, you're going to be better this time. Mm-hmm. you're gonna fucking like you're gonna <laughs> just do it right this time around so that doesn't mean like i don't know like you always have a chance there's always a chance to change mm-hmm. and like actually in taoism there's no good or bad you know like the whole zen uh what's that called the yin yang thing mm-hmm. 
like there's I mean, there is good and bad but like not everything that we think is bad is actually bad like failure in our society is quote unquote bad but like it really isn't it's mm-hmm. only bad because like people have said so yeah but that's not really the case yes yeah, like it's not yeah it's like part of life mm-hmm. like no part of life is like inherently bad mm-hmm. it's just we've made these two dichotomies of like these are all the good thing like the only good thing is success the first time but i'm like no like maybe it's a little bit more grayer isn't it like when success first time it's like luck or something yeah it's just luck yeah like everything sometimes. well so there's like a like a, a small like sometimes people are just lucky yeah, yeah. like you're just sometimes like oh, lucky or sometimes they steal yeah <laughs> <laughs> An idea and make it their own. That's true. You know? Yeah, it's I mean, like Steve Jobs. Country. Was there ever a time when you experienced failure that you were like, you didn't want to try again? That you were like, this is it? No. No? No. My failure always, um, I'm thankful for this, it always uh, motivated me and taught me. And I think I got that from baseball. Really? Yeah, because baseball is a very hard sport. Mm-hmm. Very hard sport. The reason why it's hard is because you have to deal with so much failure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, so much failure. Mm-hmm. Um, so when it came to um, music and just everyday life, um, it wasn't a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have felt definitely like giving up, but it wasn't because of failure. No? Mm. Do I feel like sometimes it is not even... It's not even a fear of failure. Like my therapist tells me this all the time. I have a fear of success. Oh, I definitely have that. It's like you fear success more than you feel failure. Because success means, obviously, success means more risk to fail. Mm. Yep. And then more, and with success also brings expectations, Mm. which is kind of like scary. Yeah. It's like, like I want to be real with the podcast listeners. This podcast with the small small amount of success we've had is already scary. Cause like Is it because you have something to lose? That too. Yeah, you have something mm-hmm. to lose now because you succeed in something. You have something to lose. You might disappoint some people. Mm-hmm. Like the odds are like the more you succeed, the more the failure gets bigger. The mm-hmm. like the fail the the risk and what you lose will be bigger. Yeah. But like, but that doesn't, oh, I hate how that stops me sometimes. Yeah. You know, like the, do you ever feel that? Like the fear of success? It Every now and then, yeah. you know, it's very hard to distinguish it. Yeah, it is. Because, mm-hmm. because I, I definitely don't have the uh, fear of, of failing, but you know, there may not anymore anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but there may be a little bit of fear of success because you're wondering if I'm ready. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah. am I ready? Is is, is it causes te- you to change, is my right? Team yeah. Ready, or like, mm-hmm. am I doing the right thing? Like, then, is this proper? Then comes more responsibility. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then comes more uh, press. Mm-hmm. You know, so y- your audience gets a little bigger. So more eyes are on you. Yeah. You know, um, and uh, uh, that um, will show you again. Are you able to take stick with that mm-hmm. as you, you know, as you level up? Mm-hmm. Um, because the expectations, like we mentioned, are 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 higher, um, and also, um, and especially in Fresno, mm-hmm. um, yeah, there's more eyes on you, 
And half of those eyes, maybe more than half, want you to fail mm-hmm. for some reason. You know, you know, for some reason, humans get a kick out of uh, um, someone watching fail. someone, you know, decline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, def- I feel like I definitely get afraid of like that too. Like if like, I, there's like a Marion Wilson quote and it's just like, it's not our darkness that scares us, it's our light. Yeah. Something like that. And it's true. Cause it's like, I think like staying in that place of like darkness or whatever, not when you're never, you're not succeeding. It's like, it's comfortable. Like you're like, I know my way around here. I know like mm-hmm. what the world looks around here. But when like life forces you to like kind of change and like be in this like, I don't know, different space. It's like, who am I here? Like, can I even like operate here? Like, I feel like I definitely like went on like an exponential <laughs> change. Like I'm not the same person I was when I came here. I was very like just dealing with everything that I dealt with. Like, yeah, I was a lot of panic attacks. I like remember like just going to the store was hard. Like just that act of like going to the oh, store wow. and like just even in class, like, I remember, like, I was, like, I raised my hand that day, and I was, like, so proud of myself for, like, even saying a word. And then look at me. <laughs> and, like, it kind of freaks me out because I'm, like, this is just, like, a year of, like, healing. And, like, yeah. if the world continues to, like, open doors for me, like, what what would I do? Like, who will I be? And, like, yeah. can I do it? You know? Yeah. I like, definitely can't see you being like that. Like, no, yeah, it's crazy, right? Yeah, it is. People don't understand like how much I had to like work yeah. or fight to even like be here, yeah, and like to be in this space. But now I'm like, the world just keeps like opening doors for me, mm-hmm. and I'm like, that's terrifying to me. Yeah, and yeah, it's really terrifying because it's just like, but I'm just me. But I think like people see different sides of me that I don't see yet. Like just like with him, like. I feel like this summer, like, you just invested in, like, every idea that I had. And it was crazy to me that someone would, like, believe in me like that and, like, just see so much potential. And I'm, like, very grateful because I feel like even that made me grow so much. And I feel like you do that, like, for everybody here in Fresno, like, upcoming musicians. Like, you invest in them like that. Like, you believe in them. And that's huge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So thank you for that. Yeah. Well, it it was really easy with you because... um, your ideas were good mm-hmm. and you did them, you know, you did what you said, you know, it, 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 it um, so it props to you. Yeah. Um, you, know, you mentioned something, dang, what was it? <laughs> um, oh, well. Lost. Oh, yeah. yeah. How was your 2018? Well, it's kind of like we're airing this <laughs> at the end of the year. I feel I like know. it's just natural to like reflect on, on your year. How was it? Yeah, man. It, it? It, it, um, it's it, it'd be definitely one of those years that I will always like look, look back on and like wow mm. wow that was a, a a very a very important year in my career mm-hmm. um, because there's so much transitions in it mm-hmm. you know uh, um, um, a relationship that ended um, a I resigned at Sanger. Because mm-hmm. I coached the past four years at Singer Singer High School, mm-hmm. and um, so now I'll be at Edison, um, and in becoming this event manager for Full Circle Chinatown mm-hmm. and Full Circle Olympic at Tower. Um, all these things coming towards the end of the year, just really like, whoa, this is uh, not. I de- definitely didn't plan any of it, mm-hmm. you know. So like, um, besides the Singer thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so as a result, I'm just like, whoa, okay. 
this is uh, this is how it's gonna be. All right, all right. I definitely didn't plan the majority of this, but I'm thankful. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm thankful for it, and uh, um, and very humbled and honored um, because the you know there's more expectations, um, mostly from myself. Mm-hmm. I, I love yeah. you know I love raising the bar on, my, on myself um, and more responsibility, and uh, and those two things um, um, are very important to yeah. me you know I, you know i feel like i have a responsibility to um receive and the flip side to give you keep like and, hitting the cactus i'm know, sorry I, 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 your I, hand is probably full of them. i use my just, arms and hands to speak yeah. that's, what, that's a gemini thing <laughs> he's a gemini too. thing is i it? do that too a lot <laughs> yeah like i love it when people uh when they um one of my friends, Marco, who's been on the podcast, he does very good impressions. Uh-huh. And when he does impressions of me, he has to move. <laughs> gotta move he does hand. his hands. Like when I really get into it, like I move my hands. And you guys can't see it, unfortunately. But yeah, I do use my hands a lot. I don't know what it is. I just talk with my hands. You just talk with your hands. Yeah. So how do you stay kind to yourself? Like I was with, about to literally ask yeah? that same question. <laughs> how do you? How are you kind to yeah, yourself how do you, when you have so many responsibilities, so many expectations? Like you can't possibly like be 150% all the time at yeah. everything that you do. So how do you say, like, yeah, how do you, do you stay yeah. kind to yourself? Well, yeah. my, my whole thing is this. I definitely can't be anything to anybody mm-hmm. at all. Zero, 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 zero percent. Unless I'm for, unless I'm all those things for myself first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, you mentioned me being able to um, uh, help people, right? Mm-hmm. I can't do that unless I'm helping myself and listening mm-hmm. to myself. So um, being kind to myself is very important to me um, because um, it's a meditation thing for me. Mm-hmm. I, I need it every day. If not, I'm useless mm-hmm. to uh, um, um, people. Um and my job is people, mm-hmm. essentially. And um, so example of me being kind to myself is uh, um, is something like this. So, you know, I, I love getting in front of the mirror and having conversations with myself, honest ones that, uh, um, um, that um, remind myself of maybe uh, um, a mistake or mm-hmm. a bad habit. Mm-hmm. that I'm uh, um, trying to rid myself of. Um, so, you know, I I have to be brutally honest with myself and not in a, not in a, not in a negative way, not in a uh, talking down on myself mm-hmm. kind of way, just, um, just being realistic. You know, you know, if I, you know, if I fucked up somewhere, mm-hmm. or, you know, maybe I, you know, maybe I forgot to do something or maybe I, I, I uh, told a lie um, mm. to hide whatever, you know, mm-hmm. um, like getting those out, getting the truth out, getting, you know, you know, putting things back in place mm-hmm. um, allows me to, to truly breathe and focus on those breaths mm-hmm. as we talked about earlier. Um, and as a result, um, I'm, I'm useful mm-hmm. without faking it. Yeah, because you know, it's easy to just like neglect ourselves and just go about life. Yeah, 
you know, really easy. See, you know, it's so easy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, months, years of that can lead to a really hard heart and, and not knowing how to truly be kind to yourself. Yeah. Um, but there comes a time in your life where like, you know, where you have to, you have to, yeah. and, and life will give you opportunities, you know, it'll give you opportunities, plenty, 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 plenty opportunities to do so. We just have to have our eyes open and, 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 and look for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Did you always like think like that or did you have to come to like a point where you were like, Hey, I think the past four years, yeah. it, it became a, a, a conscious thing mm-hmm. before um, it was just kind of one of those things where, where uh, I just lived fast and loud and mm-hmm. dumb, you know, and uh, I didn't, yeah. you know, I didn't think about those things. Um, you know, I, uh, but you know, like I said, life will show you mm-hmm. and it'll bring people along um, to, you know, to, uh, cause I, I have coaches, I have mentors mm-hmm. and, uh, um, boom. Oh, you know, they'll point out something. Um, and then that leads to a whole new area of your, of your heart that you just learned and like, mm-hmm. wow. Okay. That I see why I'm like that now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it, that stems from this. And then you, you know, you find the source and now it's easier to identify um, these, uh, you know, these, these things in our, in ourselves that, yeah, like that patterns. we want to get rid of. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and, and they never go away. Like I'm convinced, you know, um, yeah. that it's just a everyday thing for the rest of your life. You know, you know, you're going to figure, figure new things out about yourself. And that's what I love about life mm-hmm. is, 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 is learning myself every day. Mm. You know, it's kind of funny. It like, never ends. It's kind of funny that you, you kind of say that like, oh, you're learning something about yourself. But like you spend so much time with yourself and you're still right. learning so much about yeah. yourself, you know, like, yeah. it's like, oh, so and, that's what it is about me. And fortunate for me, my work is my hobbies. Mm-hmm. So I have time, you know, I, I have time to spend on myself. Um, if I was, you know, if I was working a nine to five a government job or, 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 or I don't know, you know, mm-hmm, like an office. Uh, yeah. Then uh, I'm on someone else's um, dime mm-hmm. um, and time. Yeah. And I'm theirs. I'm fully theirs. I cannot go and meet Paulina for coffee whenever I want. Yeah. I cannot travel whenever I want. Yeah. Um, so as a result, you know, I don't re- really get to uh, be with myself until I'm clocked out. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. okay. Whew, now, you know, that's why people run to the bar, right? Right after work. <laughs> oh, yeah, I got to, oh, work was tough. Let me have that drink. Yeah, man, that's capitalism for you. <laughs> yeah. You know, they want you. What was like one of the things that you feel like you struggle with the most, like through your life? Hmm. <laughs> I think um, I don't know if it's a struggle so much. You know, I call it a question mark. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's the question? Mark? I'm gonna I'm gonna use that now. It's yeah. not a struggle. It's a question mark. Yeah, yeah. Because it's uh, um. I'll write it down and put a question. <laughs> what is this? Because um, it, it it doesn't really like pull me down. Yeah, you know, it's not that type of like struggle where I'm fighting with it. It's more like like there's there's a lot of question marks in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, for instance, um, uh, I've never met my dad's mom or dad. Mm-hmm. You know, you know mm-hmm. they passed away when he was younger. Um, 
my mom's mom and dad were um, um, kicked her out of the house um, when they found out she was having you know a kid you know uh, from a color man. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So they didn't accept us until um, way later in life. You know they had to change a heart. Mm-hmm. Um, but even then it was like, well, you didn't want to get to know me, you know, uh, then, you know, why now, you mm-hmm. know, uh, but I did get to meet them. Um, so, but as a result, like, I really don't know, like, you know, my roots, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, and all that, you know, it, it's a big question mark. That is a big question. Mark. Um, oh. so, so, you know, some people, you know, will, will, will turn that into an excuse. Um, and this is why, and then, you know, I, you know, blah, 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 and point the finger, um, I feel I feel like I have time to figure that out, but uh, but there was a time where it was a struggle, mm-hmm. and uh, in my youth, and I mean like teenager, pre-teenager, mm-hmm. um, and uh, it kind of lingered on a little bit, you know, in high school and uh, and and early college, but then it just um, but then it just went away because I was finding myself, and I realized, you know, yeah, you know, there's question marks in my past and in, in my in my family's history. Yeah, it's important. But nothing's more important than than uh, accepting who you are, yeah. and 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 pushing forward. Yeah, it's kind of like you gotta gotta find your own your own family. I don't yeah. know. Like, yeah. I don't know. That and is fa- a question mark. <laughs> That's a question mark. Yeah. So, like, I know one of the things you're trying to do is start like a music scene, like here in mm-hmm. Fresno. What makes you want to do it here in Fresno? Because I know you talked about you can go anywhere. Like mm-hmm. if you really wanted to, you can go work for another company or something. Yeah, but why a, do you want to do that here? Um, well, it's uh, Fresno. When I was touring, um, I got to see other music scenes. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Denver, Austin, Dallas, Chicago, Seattle, Portland, um, New Orleans, um, Atlanta. Um, you know, Norman, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I can name a few more. I got to see how it was out there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, you know, Fresno is very similar. You know, like this person I'm meeting in, in, in Kansas City reminds me of my friend in Fresno. You know, it, okay. I'm learning that people are, are, are pretty much the same no matter where you go. Yeah, there may be different dialect and different markets. And, mm-hmm. and, and accents and all that, you know, mm-hmm. um, but it's just like home. Yeah. That's when I learned that Fresno is fucking badass. <laughs> I like that. That's exactly, that's the kind of thing I want to hear. Definitely. <laughs> traveling, traveling, um, made me realize that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, um, so seeing the scenes out there, seeing those venues out there. Um, and, and by the way, the Fresno music scene, I'm not necessarily trying to start a Fresno music scene. The scene has been here for, for many, many years yeah, and it'll be here, like- um, way before, way longer than I am. But what I am trying to do is, is do my part to contribute to bringing a music industry mm-hmm. here where, yeah. where, where people can, um, um, work. Yeah. In the industry, you know, whether it be yeah, to grow it, basically. photography um, or uh, music business, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, A&R, um, marketing, all those things. You know, there's there's really no jobs here for that. 
if you want to work in the music industry, you know, you have to go to a, a bigger market um, because it's all over there. Mm. Um, right. You know, you, you go to LA and you see this big buildings, Capitol records and, you know, everywhere. Right. Um, here, um, there's really no industry. There's a healthy music scene full of venues and promoters and bands and, um, all those things, but where can you walk into a building and 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 find and, and talk to music management mm-hmm. or uh, or an A and R, A and R is artist and research mm. uh, or PR, you know that's designed for music, you know, yeah. I can't name one, mm-hmm. I can't name one, so I'm hoping to do my part to uh, bring that here, so so people who do want to uh, work work in it don't have to move. Mm. Yeah. yeah that's exactly why oh that's like the same thing why i want to start like a publication here in fresno like because i moved a lot like i wasn't born here in fresno mm. like i only moved here when i was like 14 oh, like wow. in 2009 8 so i haven't been the, that long some people like they've been, they've been here all their lives and they you know you know that common were you here in 2008 is that what you eight, said? Eight, nine. I think that's when I moved here. It's yeah. crazy. <laughs> but yeah, people are always like, oh, I hate Fresno, I want to move. I mean, like, that's cool. Yeah. That's all right. But like, for myself, a lot of people are surprised when they're like, how come you, why don't you want to move? You'd be mm-hmm. better. You could succeed more in other places. But I'm like, I like it here in Fresno. Like, mm-hmm. I want to build community here. Mm-hmm. Like, who's gonna, like, I want to take, like, like you, I want to do my part. Yeah. And contributing to Fresno. Yeah. And like, you know, because so many people are leaving. No one's like staying to like take care of it. Mm-hmm. And they want to move somewhere else. I'm like, that's on them. But, you know, for me, like, I want to stay here, like do stuff here. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to move anymore. Like, I'm tired of moving. <laughs> it's like, it's tiring. Like, I've been moving all my life. And people are always like, why don't you want to move? I'm like, there's something special about Fresno. Like right, yeah, there is. Like really don't is. don't discount it. But yeah. Just do just do what you I don't know. It's more like a mental thing too. Like some people I mean, I I think you have to move away first to realize what you have here. It's all these contradiction contradictory statements. Like it keeps popping up. It's dumb, right? Yeah, it's like because like when I came back, I was like, wow, everything I was looking for over there is like here. Yeah, like everything I wanted was here, and I'm like, it's really just. Why did I have to leave and spend so much money? (laughs) (laughs) It's all a matter of perspective. Like you have to have something to contrast it. Like you've been to all these other cities, and you realize that Fresno is no different. And people think all these other places are different, when actuality they're pretty much the same. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, yeah, the market and and you know economy may be different and mm-hmm. bigger buildings yeah. and all this stuff yeah, yeah but you know you know the you know people mm-hmm. yeah people are the same yeah i like i like fresno yeah. or you should like wherever you live just make the most out of it build a community that's yeah. all i honestly i think that's more important than than anything like i'm learning more and more that like community is more important than like individual success like in cities, I feel like it's just like the idea of LA for me just seems very icky because mm-hmm. like everyone's like trying to succeed. There's no community. I mean, there probably is, but I don't see that. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. 
that's not the stories I usually hear. But like in Fresno, I feel like you could build a community. It's a lot easier. It's yeah. a moral. Yeah. It's a slower you, life. So. What do you mm-hmm. feel is like the biggest struggles that you found like trying to do that? Um, well, so far, um, financial ones, mm-hmm. mostly, because, um, um, you know, a great idea and a great team are definitely um, at the top of the list. Next mm-hmm. is, next is uh, you know, getting the money. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where I'm at right now. And, uh, um, but um, even that, like, I don't look at it as a struggle. Like it's just more of a, a um, patient thing. Like mm-hmm. you gotta, you know. Yeah. So, so maybe you know the struggle can be patience. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, but with that, you know, I'm I'm really careful. Mm-hmm. Like I'm really careful because I don't want to, I don't want to wait too long, mm-hmm. and I don't want to uh, uh, drop it too soon. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like a like I, you know, I'm 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 right in between it. And uh, um, being as patient as I can, and um, but I feel that um, I feel it's right around the corner. Mm. So um, I just got to continue to be patient and continue to trust myself and uh, and the market because uh, the reason why I feel it's right around the corner is because the market is just is blossoming mm-hmm. um, with Grizzly Fest with. Um, our rad venues bringing awesome shows. Um, it's just evident that the people here um, want it, need it, mm-hmm. um, and the youth are just incredible. They are. They're really talented. <laughs> I'm like amazed because I didn't think there was anything here in Fresno when I moved back. I didn't think there was any music scene or anything. I was completely surprised. My sister. The reason I went to the mixes was because one of her friends was actually selling clothes there. And she was like, she saw the flyer and she's like, oh, you should go to it. You think like there's nothing going on in Fresno. And she knew I had like nothing to do. So I remember I went with my friend and I actually met you there. I don't think you remember. But you like just came up to me and you were like, what do you do? And like there and I was still like on the fence of like, do I want to do journalism? Do I not? Because I had come from biology and then you were, I told you and you were just like, just keep writing. And I remember that. I was like, this is like such a random thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. But like and that moment is what I needed to like hear. And like I realized like, oh, there is a huge music scene here. It's just like you have to like find it. Yeah. And like for me, that was like for me, music is like what keeps me going. Like whenever I have a hard time, like that's what I go to or gravitate towards. And it's like amazing that. There's so much coming out of it here in Fresno because I feel like it's like oxygen for everybody else, you know? Mm. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. What's the biggest thing that you feel like you've learned through in life? Hmm. My goodness. That's a tough one. I mean, he was a monk in a past life, so. <laughs> I, I, was, I was definitely. Enlighten us. I was definitely uh, um, a monk in a past life. Um for sure. Um, ask that question again. The biggest thing you've learned in life. Biggest thing I've learned in life. Ooh, it's going to sound cliche. Um, and I was, you know, I was reminded of it yesterday. I was watching my nephew play basketball and uh, he's a freshman at Sanger. Mm-hmm. Sanger High. And, uh, um, and they're having, you know, the team was having a really rough game. Like, it was a rough game. 
borderline embarrassing for them. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, embarrassed. Um, like everyone it happens. Everyone on the it happens. You're right. Absolutely. Everyone on the team was just struggling, and um, um, I was thinking to myself, you know, these type of games happen. Um, but you got to play every game like it's your last. Mm. I was thinking that in my head while I was watching. You know, these kids, you know, the kids are still playing hard, even though they're sucking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're still playing hard. Um, and, you know, like that little thing, play every game like it's your last. Live every day like it's your last. Um, cherish every moment. You know, like I said, it's very cliche, but, um, you know, I've had so many friends um, pass away at a young age um, that it's it's another huge reminder, like, whoa, that could have been me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, Um, so and it might be me tomorrow. So uh, I'm not scared to die, Mm -hmm. um, but um, I'm scared to waste time. And, mm-hmm. uh, um, so, um, I've learned those two things live every day. Like it's Your my last. last cherish those moments. Okay. Three things. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, uh, do my best not to waste time. Yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. Love that. And for people that are trying to find, like they're, they're trying to follow their passion or their dreams. Like, what would you want to tell them to? Cause like for realsies, I thought I was going to be here for realsies. Like I really thought I was going to be here like a longer time. Like the fact that I have to move back, like that was very unexpected. Like yeah. I already had like, like long term plans that I wanted to do, like yeah. that I had set in motion. And it's like, I still feel like I'm going to do them all. Just not like in the time frame yeah. that I thought, mm-hmm. but like, how do you like, I don't know, like what advice would you give? Like, especially trusting life. Because I feel like, like the only time, like when uh, me and Ram started this podcast, I had this like feeling like, oh, this is right. Like maybe the podcast, I don't do it like the rest of my life, but like, just like, this is one thing that I'm supposed to be doing. And I remember when I went to one of the meetings with you and I was like, I want to be like your partner. And I like had that same feeling like this is something like I'm supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. And it was really weird because I've like, I don't know. It's like something's different in the room. Like it was just like a feeling like a knowing, but like, I know it's not happening in like a few years. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so the advice I would give to that would be to um, number one, surround yourself with um, with great people. Mm-hmm. Um, like, and if you can't find any, then just be a loner. no but seriously like like you know uh find those find those um those people that work hard Mm. maybe in the same field that you're you know that you want to get into and uh and become their friends um say hey you know i really like what you do um i want to get to know you Mm -hmm. you know um you know uh, whether it be male female or whatever it is you know don't let oh I wonder what they're going to think if I go up to them. Just go and say, hey, you know what? Um, I can tell you work hard. Uh, I want your kind of work ethic. Um, what can I do to to be around you more? Mm-hmm. Um, and those people are going to pop up just by you doing what you love naturally. 
So, you know, they're priority in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, but down there, you're going to be away from home. So, you know, find those people who work the hardest and surround yourself with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, be around them. See what they're into um, and all that. Um, because if you don't, you know, the opposite is uh, uh, surround yourself with people who are chasing emptiness. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, Oh, wow. I never thought about it. Like people chasing emptiness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, you know, I mean, everyone loves a good time. Yeah. Right. But back to balance. Mm-hmm. Like, do you go out more than you um, treat yourself? Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, um, in a healthy way. Yeah. Um, like, you know, there's nothing wrong with celebrating. You got to, you got to have fun. You got to celebrate, do all those things. Mm-hmm. But, um, but there needs to be a balance and there needs to be, um, I mean, if you want to get there, um, um, I don't want to say fast, but if you want to get to your destination, you know, your dream, um, then um, balance it, celebrate, party, do all those things, but get down to business mm-hmm. um, and uh, find those people that work their hardest, like I said, and, and, and surround yourself with them. You know, it, it's a must. If not, then uh, um, you're going to pick up the habits of people that you don't look up to. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to pick up the habits that of the go-getters, you know, the fellow dreamers, you know, the fellow mm-hmm. um, movers and shakers, not the not the sheep, you know, mm-hmm. you know, hang out with the shepherds, mm-hmm. not the sheep, yeah. <laughs> and then the rest will take care of yourself truly, because you're gonna you know you're gonna learn yourself fast and you're gonna develop fast. Mm-hmm. If not, you'll rot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you are like that sum of who you hang out with. Mm-hmm. That's true. Like you, who you surround with, that that like averages out into who you are. So surround with surround yourself with cool people or if you can't find people like I said be, be alone, alone or or find like find it from other sources like it doesn't have to be find it from this podcast <laughs> <laughs> surround us with your pot with this pod yes. it's kind of like you're hanging out with us yeah but yeah i think that should be it for yeah. this episode i have one more question you have one more question yeah what gives you hope what gives me hope You know, when I see my nieces and nephews, uh, my sisters, um, my mom, what she overcame mm-hmm. um, to like, raise us, um, I'm just like, wow, I, 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 um, um, I really shouldn't be here right now. Mm-hmm. You know, like I feel like uh, um, I'm in overtime in life. Like mm-hmm. I've, you know, like I've, I've, I've in a way like, um, completed the first half of it. Um, shouldn't have made it this far. Um, I'm here. Um, and, uh, um, that, that gives me hope. And also, um, um, like I feel, you know, I feel connected to my core, um, which allows me to, to, uh, for the most part, um, be at ease. Um, so when I'm in this boat of life and those waves are crashing and the storms are hitting, um, I feel secure. Like mm-hmm. I know, you know, I know, um, even if it flips over, um, I'm going to be okay. Um, uh, because I'm, you know, because I'm connected to, you know, to, to my core, you know, like I, I, um, uh, I don't feel lost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that 
that is my, you know, that is my um, greatest hope for everyone that they, um, you know, despite um, their physical or mental condition, that they, um, that they get in touch with themselves, um, you know, in a real honest way, um, which will allow them to just um, 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 be, just to be and not to um, feel sorry for themselves or, 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 well, I have this condition, um, whatever the case, you, you know, because, you know, people, you know, people suffer in so many ways mm -hmm. and it's not their fault all the time. You know, they're born with it or they're this or that. And, um, um, you know, it's, it's, you know, um, suicides, you know, there's, there's, you know, people who just, um, just give it away, give their life away, um, give their dreams away because of, whatever you know whatever condition they have and it's not always easy what i'm saying to get in touch with yourself it's not it's easy to say um but you got to um, um you know you got to allow yourself to feel feel sadness mm -hmm. you know cry feel feel hate um, and overcome it and feel fear and overcome it because those are those are the bowsers <laughs> at the end of the stage that we have to defeat yeah. And it's not easy. It's going to take years. It's going to take yeah. years to get over um, some of these things that we deal with. But when you do, it's, um, it's, you know, you see, you know, you see your own light in a different way. Yeah. So. Yeah. Wow. Well, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for, for having me. The thanks for having right. me. This is a beautiful space and a beautiful time. Thank you so much. All right. I want to do my, I want to do our, Plugs. Okay. We'll do the sponsor. <laughs> I'm gonna have to re-listen to this episode and listen to that whole answer. <laughs> yeah, seriously. All right. Um, well, you just heard me sponsor. Yeah, I just played the sponsored thing. Uh -oh. But now I'm just gonna thank our supporters. Uh, which one of which is uh, Dom McLennan from Brockhampton supports the podcast. If you listen to Brockhampton. Uh, he gives us ten dollars a month. Yeah, now. he's give, hey. Dom McLennan from Brockhampton <laughs> is supporting the pod with ten dollars a month, and you could be just like Dom <laughs> by going to Bit. I have a new link. It's a lot easier to say. I don't know if it is, but bit.ly/supportheboys. Uh, so you just type in bit.ly/supportheboys with a Z, and it'll take you to where you could uh, support us on Anchor. For as little as ninety nine cents, you could <laughs> you could support us, and uh, you know the money will go to just basically pretty much most of it. We're saving up; we're not really spending it much. But it's like that's one of our love languages. You show us that you care. I mean, you could also show us you care in other ways, but like you could always do this. But the people who support us, Duncan Airy, thank you for supporting us. Don McLennan. <laughs> Janet Corzalara. Like, let me just say that one. Yeah, more let time. me just say that one. Time. But Janet, Janet is like she upped her like. Oh, she uh, did. Yeah, now she donates two dollars. Oh my god! And I'm, I'm like, a thank you, Janet. And like, hey. I know. I I messaged her like, thank you so much because like I saw the message. I'm like, wow. And <laughs> Paulina's mom. <laughs> and is it your sister? Yeah, it's the same. It's my Uncel. uncle and my mom. Oh, and Adriana Rodriguez. They just use the same account. Ah, but yeah, thank you to family and friends. <laughs> And Don McLennan <laughs> for supporting the podcast. It, yeah. Like, literally, you don't even have to be a celebrity, but just like 
donating 99 cents it makes me like so excited that you guys like care and it gives paulina and i like motivation to my keep doing money. it I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we're all about the money that's all yeah. we want nah we really would do this even without the money but yeah if you want to to support the podcast go to bit.ly slash support the boys or you can just tell your friends about the podcast that's really payment enough yeah. That's by you listening to this. If you made it this far, you've already paid us mm-hmm. yeah. by just spending your hard-earned time, your limited time with us every week. Like, <clears throat> thank you so much. Like, we're forever grateful. But yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for being in the pod, Johnny. Hey, thanks for thinking of me. Yeah. yeah. Like, Any parting words? Yeah, any parting words. Um, do the right thing. Yeah, just do it. Do the right thing. How about you, Paulina? I have no words. And the words? No. Well, I guess that's going to be it for this episode of Boys Do Cry. Next next episode will be our last like regular guested episode and it'll be the season finale. Uh so we'll we'll catch you on the next two episodes. Uh yeah, just want to say thank you for listening. Yeah. Really appreciate it. Yeah, uh all right, goodbye. I'll see you. See you next time on Boys Who Cry.